0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Need your help with that. We need to make it about one million at a time, don't you think? Well, you can best do that by doing two things. One subscribing to most of all sharing these videos with people that desperately need to see them to think that we're just going through a phase. All the danger will pass. Well, it ain't gonna pass. And so we're gonna cover that right here in this video. Hey, we're brought to you by what we call trimwithdave.com. I absolutely love the product because it works. It has the magic ingredient, if there is such a thing, called CLA. Now this ingredient causes you or any other user to store less fat, and actually helps get rid of the fat. It works. In fact, it works so well that Biotrust, the manufacturer you can see right here on the label, Biotrust absolutely guarantees the product. And they publish layman's account of how this product works, unlike our federal government. doesn't publish research of any type that's worth anything. So what we have here is this. It's really simple. If this doesn't work for you, And it will. You'll get your money back. You have up to 60 days to figure this out. 51% off. You get free shipping. They get uh, free nutritional counseling. Oh, yeah. All the benefits are incredible. You can see all about it at TrimWithDave.com. But you also can go to the description box, click on the link, and read all about it. You're going to say, yeah, I need to give this a shot because getting in shape in 2024 is my goal. TrimWithDave.com. Somebody wrote to me recently, um, unidentified at first, then wrote a second email and apologized to me for being a little abrasive. I don't think they are abrasive at all. She said, Dave, what are you, the cheerleader for the USA? Why are you always wearing USA shirts? I've been doing it a lot lately, I admit, and for a reason. And it's not something I do often, but I've got... what." three or four shirts that I can don that were linked to the USA. And it's intentional. It's kind of like when you got a relative that's sick and they're in the hospital. Okay. But you know, they're coming out. You're not going to be there every hour on the hour that you're allowed to with visiting hours, right? You'll go when you can just let them know you care. But when you know they're not coming out of the hospital, as schedules permit, we often pretty much live there. That's the position I find myself in right now with the United States. We're on borrowed time. And I I guess I'm kind of going through my mourning period. It's kind of like a lost love, you know, you get out all the love letters you read and all the keepsakes and you look through them and say wow i wish it was that way but it's what you have to process to get through it and come out the other side and move on i don't know what we're going to move on to but i know we're moving on from a lot Um, i am going through a period of mourning because Unlike the athletes that's in a contest and we're behind by 20 points in the fourth quarter and I ain't quitting and I'm going to scratch and claw and fight, but I know the odds are against me. The odds are against our country. We've already changed in ways that we never should have. In many ways, we've become a morally reprobate nation. We've garnered God's judgment. I see the evidence of it. I think we can turn it around but i'm not hopeful we don't have enough people even the people that are aware most of them aren't willing to work some are too scared too busy or they have cognitive dissonance and you say well dave why, why do you think that we're in such trouble well one mass immigration now when you come to my dad's side of the family Oh, I'm not opposed to immigration. I wouldn't be here in the form I am. I wouldn't be the person I am without our German immigrants that came here. So I'm thankful for immigration. And I know how many, I just endorsed Ennis Cantor yesterday if he decides to run for the Congress. Why? Because he's a man that sacrificed a multimillion dollar NBA career to speak up against communist China. That's why. And he's a naturalized citizen from Greece. It's a pretty good reason. His heart's in the right place. He's a good man, but we don't have enough anis Canters, and the mass immigration is destroying our country. And what these people don't realize, they come here, and I'm not talking about the potential terrorists, military operatives from foreign powers. They say, "Oh, Dave, how do you know?" I, I don't know for a fact. Except I know record numbers of Chinese are crossing the border, and they're all males, and they're a fighting age. I mean, that's what the border patrol says. It's been in the media. But the bottom line is, folks, is you can't take on the number of immigrants that we have. No matter how much you realize immigrants have added to our nation, you can't take that on in these numbers and not expect there to be a big problem. And there already is a problem. The Democrats are doing it to stuff the ballot boxes. I mean, they know these people are going to come in and they're going to vote Democratic. Remember when they first started under Biden? They were wearing Joe Biden shirts. Gee, I wonder who printed that up. Since these people are mostly Spanish-speaking, who the hell printed those shirts, huh? Yeah, we already know the story of that. And these people come in. They don't know the First Amendment from the 87th Amendment. There may as well be a 99th Amendment for all their concern. They don't know what their rights are because they come from nations where they have no rights. They and everything they own belong to the dictator at the whim, and they're at their mercy of his whims. They don't expect it to be much different here, except you could live a little higher lifestyle. And that's the motivation for coming here. And that's, ex- you know, exclusive of the military slash geopolitical reasons people are crossing. And it's funny because these people will vote in the very people who will take any rights that they would enjoy while they're here. They're coming in and they're bo- voting for what they think of their benefactors. And it's really their Trojan horse. These immigrants have been duped just as much as we have been. I mean, what do we have, 85,000 missing immigrant kids? And no one's doing anything about it. And, you know, Congress is afraid to ask Mayorkas about it one or two times he's been asked. Uh, it's absolutely horrendous. But the immigration issue, it's going to paralyze our infrastructure. It's going to crush our schools. I mean, that's not such a bad thing. But what about the kids that are stuck there? It's a problem. It's a big problem. Welfare costs are going to go through the charts because you got people largely unskilled, uneducated. They come here and English is nowhere near their first language. They're not operative. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? And now they're going to be competing with AI. So that's one problem. That's a slow death. And then we also have the uh, prospect of uh, civil war. I cited a poll yesterday and uh, there's an 8% increase in Republican um, sanctioning of the use of violence to achieve political means. And for the Democrats, it's been a 9% increase and most of that centered around the abortion issue. But if it's going to be abortion today, It'll be something else tomorrow. And then the third thing the next day, it's not going to change. The the die has been cast. We are going like this, and it's increasingly violent. You know what that spells? Best case scenario, it's civil discord like Bosnia 1992, or it's an outright civil war. And uh, you've heard me not advocate for civil war here. In fact, you've heard me say it's a bad idea. But I also grant you this, conditions may become so bad in this country, <laughs> may be the only option left at a future date. I don't know. Um, CBDC will end every freedom you have, including what you eat, what clothes you can buy, how far you can travel, what you can travel in. Everything about you will be controlled when there's the central control of all currency. And I keep pointing to this event because it's the best well-known widespread event. The Canadians trucker protest. And what did Trudeau do? He took away their bank accounts. They didn't break any laws. In fact, actually, the police in Ottawa said they were quite polite. Uh, Then anyone who bought them a pizza gave them a $20 bill. Well, they lost their bank accounts, too. That's coming here. That is the end of America. I don't know why I wear the shirt while I still can. Going forward in a future day, this will not be the United States of America. This country will be renamed and the Constitution will be burned. Statue of Liberty will be torn down. And then finally, there's the quick solution, World War Three, in which, oh, maybe a couple hundred million or more, Maybe as many as 300 million will die. That's why I'm in mourning. And you would think with just these four things I've mentioned, you would think that the nation would be in a state of panic. They would take five minutes to examine each one of these situations and just say, wow, any one of these can destroy this country. And we got four major and a lot more than that, really. But we have four major right here I listed. And then people say, Dave, you're so pessimistic. My entire professional life right now, and as God gives me the wisdom, hopefully, to see how to do this, is to bring issues to people's attention in a variety of ways and a variety of topics that can matter to people across the broad spectrum of this country preach a doctrine of unity, spiritual foundation. And we've made headway. When I started in this business, most people didn't think the government was a problem. Now, most people think the government is a problem. But the problem for us is there's not enough people willing to do anything. Uh, you know, these solutions are so simple. Parallel economy. That's one thing. First thing everyone should be doing. I'm not shopping at the Fortune 500 stores if I can get something local. The money stays in your community 16 times over. It benefits the community much more than going into the box stores, and that gets distributed across the planet in our multinational corporations should be in credit unions over the five big banks. You should be trading in the stocks with people like Bob Kudlow of Trade Genius as he caters to people like you and me and teaches them how to do it, and they win. No, this is even an ad for him. I'm not even telling you how to get a hold of him. I'm just saying it's a fact. The other thing that we need to be looking at here, too, is you should only be buying American if you can get only American. Shouldn't be buying anything Chinese that you're aware of. Nothing. And in some cases, I know if you're getting your antibiotics, you don't have a choice. But you could learn to go natural. You could transition into being totally independent of the system. But, you know, if everybody just went parallel economy, and if everybody did one other thing, We don't know how many more elections are going to be, if there's going to be another election or if there'll be a series of elections, if they'll be so controlled under CBDC, it won't matter. But we could be doing one thing right now to scare the holy shit out of these politicians that have sold us down the river. We could be writing to them every day and say, we'll put your name up on the board here for anti-incumbent unelection." We don't give a crap who we elect because we can't do any worse than we have with the prostitute that you are in office. And if you don't defund the DOJ and the FBI, if you don't impeach Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas for corruption, and if you do not go after Pete Buttigieg for extreme incompetence with the food chain supply, which is still a problem, it's why you're paying such high money. If you don't do those things, if you don't get behind it, you're not going to be in office. And maybe the corporations will buy off the next guy, but they're going to have to spend double or triple the money to do it. See, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Well, what do you got? You got how many reps? One? H- how many senators do you have? Two? And you got, well, usually one of each, unless you're in Nebraska and you only have one, because um, they have a unicameral house. But the reality is this, is that in 49 states, then you write two letters. It could be the same damn letter every day. And they don't give a crap about your letter. They don't care. And they don't care until they do care. And cause usually that number, if they got a, if they got 10,000 letters, one person, they're like, holy crap. Boy, am I in trouble. They get a hundred thousand Katie bar the door. You'll see them running to Jesus so fast and professing the Bible and doing a total turnaround against the woke ideologies that have overtaken our schools, you'd see a change over- Dave.com, That's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. Overnight. Because these people are whores and they go for the highest bidder. As I said, there's probably maybe a dozen people in the House and Senate worthy of being reelected. The rest of them are nothing but prostitutes. They prostitute you. They prostitute the country. They uh, hold the Constitution in contempt if it gets in their way. They get to engage in criminal behavior they excuse themselves from. They've wrecked the economy. They put us on the precipice of nuclear war because they won't stand up to the warmonger Joe Biden. And all for that, they want to give themselves an $8,000 raise. And if you wrote to those five people every day with the same email and encouraged everyone in your family, and your immediate circle of friends to do the same. Everything. Did have it right there. Copy, paste, send. Copy, paste, send. Have a distribution list. Make it a BCC. They don't know who all you're copying, and you only have to do it one time a day. If we just did that, it would send shockwaves through the country. Because the mainstream media could not counter what would be going on with that grassroots movement. It's so easy to turn this around but i'm telling you there's a date of finality coming and there's really two things we need to look at one of them is world war iii we ought to we need to back off of this and get out of ukraine and then we need to go to massive defense spending and the only way to do that is to revitalize our energy why do we have to do that because we got to scare the hell out of china they got to think hey You may want to attack us and attack our allies like Japan and Taiwan, but we will nuke you into the Stone Age and then we'll burn alive anything that's left standing. They need to know that they'd be facing utter destruction. Now, you may never have to fire a shot and that would be preferable. But this is why people feared America, because we could. And what Joe Biden has taken away from us with this Ukraine war is because we could, but we no longer can. See, the issues are really simple. And you only have to write the letter one time. And then you need to become a missionary for saving our country. And maybe I can get back to wearing collared shirts on air. Because it ain't going to be very long the way we're going with our inactivity that this will be a banned article of clothing and I would pay dearly for wearing it. Being a patriot is becoming domestic terrorism. Have you noticed? America first, you're a domestic terrorist. The GOP plots against their own if they're America first. They want you in a party, get in bed with China. It's okay to let the cartel do things in this country. That's where we live. And you have the ability to turn this around if they allow an election to happen. And I really, I've never said this before. 1992 is the first time I heard, we're not going to have an election. There's so much Ross Perot. I laughed at those people. Now that I'm hearing there may not be an election. I've got some evidence to put out to you why you should be concerned. And I've talked about it. I've talked about meetings that are coming up. Who's involved? What the topics are? The people that are in power are not going to give up this power easily. But right now, the power is not so absolute that we can't turn this around. But we are quickly running out of options. And the people that are in power will think of nothing about starting a third world war, going along with the betrayal of our country as CBDC. Hell, I even think most of them in Washington don't mind handing the country off to the Chinese and say we surrender. So do you want to go down without a fight? Because the Civil War ain't going to come from you and me. That's not an option. Oh, you can be in non-compliance mode. But the reality is, that's how camps get started. That's where the purges begin. And you don't believe me, just pick up a history book. We've been the victims of a coup d'etat, and we sat with our thumbs up our butts while we did nothing. We've had our culture overturned. We've had our government overturned. We've had our economy destroyed and our military wrecked. This administration is trying to turn children against their parents, black against white, gay against straight. And we should all be on the same page with one variable in common and that's freedom. But we're not doing it because we're either too damn lazy or we're in such denial of, that we just think this is a phase that'll pass. Let me see. Are we close to World War III? You're damn right, on two fronts. Um, Civil War, I don't know what the military is going to do because that's where it come from, but I talk to military people, some of them at a high level, some retired that were at a high level, and they're talking about the possibility. And you don't have to go very far to hear the same things I'm hearing. It's not exclusive to me. And then you got CBDC. It's in writing, people. They're telling you what they're going to do to you. They're already done with phase one of five phases. Phase one was a honeymoon. Oh, we get to pay things fast. You don't have to wait three to five days to cash a check. Isn't this wonderful? Fed now. Love it. Oh, I do like it. But see, they're setting me up as a Trojan horse would do for what's coming. And we've talked about it ad nauseum. And we've used the words against them. We don't have to think, well, we think this is going to happen. No, no, we know what's going to happen. We just don't have an exact timetable. And you look at this thing here and mass immigration. This country has already changed forever. And see, to fix this problem, it would take 20 years to educate a generation and hope the second generation of these migrants can begin to fulfill an American dream if there's still an American dream to fulfill. See, the only thing about immigration, the first generation, uh, my dad's exception to this, but first generation, they suffer like an SOB. They have a really hard time. It's the second generation, the kids, that make the inroads, the huge step up, income, understanding of the system, being acculturated. 20 years to fix this problem that we've let happen. But if we go down the war of letting the path of letting World War III start, implementation of CBDC, and if our conditions get so crisis oriented, tell you another thing too. Here's something I've never talked about, but just think about the inevitability. The reason that we have woke, and the reason that corporations are willing to die on the woke sword, it's not because they believe it. Most of them don't go home and tell their kids this BS. They don't. But they go along with it because of BlackRock and ESG. Don't believe Larry Fink. It's still very much alive. And I'm waiting for these state attorney generals to make good on their promise to go after BlackRock and State Street and Vanguard for antitrust violation. Because what they're doing is they've made it clear is that when CBDC comes in, they will decide who the winners and losers are. And as we saw in the lockdowns, who's the essential business? Who's the non-essential business? Well, if your ESG score is low because you're not embracing all our bullshit, well, then you're going to be a non-essential business. That's what these businesses are doing. They're held hostage by the ESG rating. That's why they're doing what they're doing. By the way, you're right to drive them into the ground financially. Because that old saying, all that evil needs to triumph is for good men to do nothing. Well, these are cowards for corporations. Cowards. And the thing is, the reality is, is that most of them, when they get to the finish line, they're not going to be allowed to be the chosen few. They'll die at the altar of we tried. Look at our ESG score. But if they don't bring the capital, have the right political influence, they're not the right donors, their businesses will die under CBDC is non-essential and they will have committed suicide for nothing. I hope I'm making sense to all of you here, but I do this every day, multiple hours a day and I never have a day off. I haven't taken a day off since 2014. That's nine and a half years and I'm not bragging. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying this is how big the problem is. And when you're involved in something this deeply, you want a basketball team coached right, hand it to me because I have the experience and the track record. Why? Because I did it for so damn long. You want a psychology or stat class taught, same thing. Well, I'm telling you, I've done this long enough. Now, what I'm telling you is the Lord's honest truth about where we live. And what, this is, what is going to happen to us if we don't rise up. You rise up peacefully. I don't believe in reaching for the gun. We're not at that point. But what I'm saying to you is if you can't copy and paste and have your CC list, BCC list, and send out these notes every day, the same note, and help it grow to where you reach a crescendo of you're full of shit. And here's the other thing. Once people start doing what I'm asking you to do, all of a sudden they become committed. It becomes a mission. And then I bring in social psychology research from an organization called SNARK. And what they studied was when did a fad become an obsession? When does something become a big political movement? It's when 10% of the population becomes committed. That's your magic number. That's your tipping point. And what's that we also know, too? We're, what, six degrees of separation from knowing everybody on the planet? So all you have to do is influence your immediate sphere. And you don't have to have 100% influence. Some people say you're crazy, you're full of crap. But if you started to do that, this revolutionary attitude that we're not taking anymore and we're going to use the means within our system to change things, this would drive these people crazy. And if you don't believe me, um, look at the unemployment lines filled with Target, Bud Light, Disney, they're all laying off. And there's going to be a lot more. We still have power. Are we going to exercise it? Be a leader, do your job and then help other people to do their job. That's only the first step. There's other things that we need to be doing. You know, I said there's two things putting pressure on the elected officials who have the biggest impact. And those are five people for you. The second thing is parallel economy. If you do these two things, We have a fighting chance. Can I guarantee victory? Hell, I don't know. When a game starts and I feel confident, you don't know. Mike Tyson once said you can have a game plan for a fight, but that can all change when you get punched in the mouth. So nothing is guaranteed. But I'll tell you what is guaranteed. If we sit here and don't do jack squat, one or more of these things I just read to you are going to eat you alive. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Thank you for joining us. Please share this far and wide and make a pledge to yourself and to America to get to work.